you know, that, that, that song kind of summed up the end perfectly for me. <laughs> I would have loved uh, a shit rap, but, you know, you can't always get what you want, can you? And I'm in the studio. You need like a catchphrase to start. Like, like a, you know, who's a guzzle was a whammy wham 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 wazzle. It's really good. We'll fit on a t shirt though. <laughs> Machete don't podcast. <laughs> oh my god. 1987, that was. 1987. They, they yeah, should have known saying, better at that point. <laughs> I'm saying the 80s. Terrible time, the 80s were. A lot were. of cocaine was going around. A lot of people were drugged up to the eyeballs. Yuppies was throwing money at anything with their. The thought that would vaguely make them some money back. It's a good time for all, except unless you were, you know, poor. But <laughs> okay, so that movie was bizarre, <laughs> amazing, <laughs> it bizarrely was, amazing, bizarrely amazing. It, if that was in French, that would have been an art <laughs> film. Really would have been. There was so many. Huh? It <laughs> <laughs> was just. It was just a really entertainingly made. Not quite a black exploitation film. I was disappointed by the complete and utter lack of jive motherfuckers, <laughs> honkies, and turkeys. Well, okay, so upset me. Like the, the the midget wasn't the whole plot of it. Like him fighting a midget was like what the descriptive said, but it was. And he fought a midget for a bit, but then he had to. A bit. The fight scene lasted about twenty minutes. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> like I was watching it, and that was almost as long as the fight scene from They Live. It was just just kept going and going and going. But like the actual plot was something like you've seen in every other prison fight movie it was like oh underground fight tournament to something something drugs something something white guy <laughs> the fucking white guy but like the black exploitation films are usually about like black dudes empowering themselves and, you know being cool and yeah but like there was only one black guy in this well one one and a half if you count the major Oh, you can say midget. I've uh, I've had people say it's fine to say midget. They don't care. The cool ones don't care. But my point is, <laughs> that no true Scotsman. His mate, <laughs> his mate was like a white dude. Uh, the dude he was fighting was a Roscoe. white dude. The Roscoe good Roscoe prison the warden was a was a white dude. Let's let's do this point by point. And why, like a, the in a prison movie, is the warden the good guy? It's yeah, that weird. never happens, and he didn't even turn up until like twenty minutes into it, and then there was some. Plot points about him losing all the prison's money yeah, they kind of betting on prison fights with a guy in the prison. So the guy in the prison had the prison's money. He's kind of summed it all up in like a five minute speech in the end. Oh, by the way, I was gambling with the prison's money. <laughs> but I'm not doing that anymore because you are so tough. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, so. So the main character's name was, yeah. I actually wrote it down, Martel Too Sweet Gordon. <laughs> Too Sweet. And they call him Too Sweet the mm-hmm. entire time. And he's a, he was a professional boxer. He's a boxerman. Killed a dude in the ring. But it because wasn't of, his fault. Because of, like, a dude who looked like Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen, President Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, I can't even say that, nodded at his boxing trainer, his boxing trainer nodded back. Yeah, he didn't and then come into him, it, did he? he and then back. that was it. And, you know, they, that never gets addressed again. They drug him with, like, a super rage, super aggressive. And then he beats this guy drug. in, like, even for what was at the time, very bad fight choreography yeah. all of it was terrible these guys are meant to be professional boxers and they're th- just throwing these crazy upper body haymakers at each other <laughs> right so like, this starts uh, I get it on Wikipedia as soon as I can as I do and uh, 
IMDb, this guy, the, whatever the actor's name is, like he doesn't have a wiki page, so it can't be that big a deal. All the movies he's been in, like there are some kind of fighting thing, so you'd think he's some kind of fighter. I do my research, look around, no, never been. He was a shit actor. Uh, I think he's a shit DJ. He's a, a fucking evangelist. Was this too sweet? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, I thought he didn't think it was that bad. So. Well, for, for the fight choreography was, was yeah. pretty bad, yeah. but um, he didn't get it, really get enough lines. To, no, yeah, um, okay, fair enough. Much. He wasn't terrible. I don't want to judge him on his acting. He seems like a bit of a dick of a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just <sighs> no. What happened? Uh, he... Yeah, so he beats the because of this drug. There's boxing trying to put in his water bottle. He just goes bonkers and just twats the fuck out of his out of his opponent and then uh, and then it turns out that oh he's dead they killed him in the ring send him to prison for three years but even though that in the law that's like <laughs> there have been are there a couple of cases that I can think of where boxers have been killed in the ring and they've just had a fine or they've been you know let off with it and stuff this guy nope send him to prison which I think possibly racism who knows well, again, there was no like underlying theme of like damn whiteies. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I watch a good dose of black exploitation in my time. I I know the what the thematic elements of it are. You know, and on the way to prison, oh, brilliant moment. The best fucking. It's like all these dudes sitting there doing this "What you in for?" speech and stuff. And there's a dude just sitting there playing the saxophone. A prisoner sitting there playing the saxophone. <laughs> on his way to prison. <laughs> on the way to prison. With his saxophone. He'll let him go to prison with his saxophone. It's like like a therapy pet or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got to let him have it. It's the law. These damn liberals <laughs> ruining prison. Liberal cucks letting people have saxophones in prison. So they're all in the prison, like, getting, like, the uh, the pre-prison warden speech, which isn't uh, done by the warden. And done by one of his thugs. The weird thing about it is they just get stripped to their underwear and they get inspected and the guys just walk around going, hmm, hmm, hmm. At them, it's like, yeah, okay. Canon Films, the guys who made this were the same ones who did Runaway Train, which had a gratuitous arse greasing scene as well. I'm beginning to suspect that they were just gay porn, but like, subtle gay porn. Like, <laughs> well, you know, the, the line between male action movie and gay porn is very thin. <laughs> Let's not examine it any more than we need to. I'm thinking to. like how they used to hide gay porn in sports magazines yeah. back before like it was back when it was a taboo and stuff I'm thinking this could have been you know what this is part of the market and they were like you know we'll, we'll put a greasing up scene in there it'll save the plot and it'll uh, get some of that pink pound <laughs> I don't get don't want to be the guy who constantly notices notices the gay overtones but this was quite gay as well it was it, was, uh, but it starts off with the guys like, like the two old black dudes are just there talking and then like <laughs> it cuts around and it comes back to them and then they're just talking about who's going to go first on uh, the, the, the new meet after yeah, the new meet fella is a guy who goes around, hey guess how I killed my wife hey hey <laughs> hey <laughs> he's but then there doesn't seem to be any conversation about like oh this is the guy we're going to rape it, <laughs> it's just it's just like, oh well after the, the midnight thumb passes ten, then we'll all get a go. I can't wait to have some of that. <laughs> they say in much more ebonic tones. Meanwhile, the warden is just fucking. He's doing, just not there. Just, the, the the security guys are just working for watching, the yeah. working for the. Evil I was never clear who the security guys were working for because they were working for the warden at one point, but then they were clearly doing the crime crime man's bidding as well. Can we get to the 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 midnight thump? Midnight thud. <laughs> midnight thud. He travels uh, with his own smoke machine as well, which is brilliant. Because whenever he's dragged on, there's like smoke just suddenly comes out. It's yeah. worth watching this movie just for that scene. If you can just find that scene, watch it. They they get the midnight thud out of his underground lair to come and rape this guy who's been bragging about how he killed his wife. 
and it's just a midget on a train. <laughs> they drag him in, <laughs> and they say, about, I think they say about five times, "Watch your ass, watch your hey, ass." Watch your ass. Goes around watch your ass. And then they throw him in this prison. You just hear some screams. Assorted, you hear some noises. screams and some noises. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> that guy did not put up a fight. Yeah. I mean, if he put up as much fight against his wife as he <laughs> as he did against the midget, he may have been okay. So the midget, right? Found this out is um, was a wrestler. He ah, was, yeah, yeah, and this he was around in the days of like WrestleMania. He's been in two WrestleManias, that guy, which is you know a credit in itself. Good guy. But this there was a wee period there. No pun intended. Oh, no pun intended. Terrible. No, there was a period there when like midget wrestling was a respected, well, off a respected <laughs> part of the wrestling circuit. It was like, right up there with Shakespeare. <laughs> well, you you did your wrestling circuit. You had like your main events, your women's match, and your midget match. If you had a full card. You had one of each. You could usually just have like the women or the blokes, and you get the fat guy, and then you get the Asian in. And this is that was how that was how it was done. This isn't me being glib. That was how it was done. Yeah. It was like, oh, we've got one Asian. You could put on the card here, and I'll get them in. Oh, we've got some midget matches on tonight. Everyone likes a good midget match. <laughs> but yeah, apparently he he was uh, little Haiti. His name was ah. yeah. So he was actually Haitian. It was. Well, his character was apparently he was very big into the kayfabe. He never broke the kayfabe, so we might have like, insisted that his oh, character okay. be Haitian. But here's the thing, kind of on topic. Uh, Wiki says he died a homeless man oh, in 2005. But uh, pro wrestling Wiki says that he's still alive. He's still around. And Do we believe here? Yeah, so yeah, and someone said like uh, he saw that information and discredited it. But he might have died later since. Can then. we can we find Midnight Third and ask him? Uh, <laughs> Midnight Third, are you alive? I, I googled like all the intonations of his name, like little Haitian midget wrestler, midget wrestler obituaries. No one knows. <laughs> midget wrestler obituaries must be a hell of a sight to be honest. There's there's a lot of stuff about midget wrestling. It's quite interesting. That's just you know, be a dark dark day on the internet if you find yourself saying. Well, that we're one. talking about midget wrestling. You know me, yeah. Matt. I'll talk about midget wrestling all day. <laughs> So little little Haiti gets in there, rapes the dude, uh, goes back to his cell, and then the crime lord who runs the other boxing team because there's two boxing teams, one run by the warden, one run by the is crime that... lord. His name was his name is Serengeti. Was the crime lord's name is Serengeti. Okay, right. Yeah, because yeah. they said like, oh, the warden's got one team, Serengeti's got the other. Well, how does he get to pick who's on whose team? You know, surely he's like, <laughs> I'm the warden, be on my team, you'll get out of prison. <laughs> you think? five minutes into this if he starts winning the prison's money back he's like oh, you know what guess what you're going in the fucking hole I'm the fucking warden mate what are you going to do about it it's just the Mr. Serengeti there just like like sitting dressed in silk you in know, a right? silk throne I, I wrote down a description of him on it in my notepad where did I write down right yeah. his notes. dresses like the devil looks like Sting talks like a man Marlon Brando with throat cancer he lives <laughs> on the set of the firewalk scene from Twin Peaks yes just yes. sits there in the silk fucking room with red drapes everywhere and, and, and um, a transsexual yeah which is all all good crime lords would have <laughs> in prison his dame is a, a transsexual guy you know which is quite progressive not, not they, didn't, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't say like oh this is gross look at this fucking freak they were quite progressive though. there's a transsexual we there. said this like it was a very uh, progressive prison because yeah. there, was, there was no like separating of the gangs <laughs> by races <laughs> I, wrote uh, down, no... I wrote down the amenities that they got they had a doo-wop group <laughs> stag yeah, films you can bring your saxophones in. Very clean racks. Wonderfully clean <laughs> it was, racks. It was a very clean prison. Yeah, like, like the boxing ring was very well maintained. Very, very smoky in that it, room. It was but, smoky, yeah. but like it wasn't like in all the other boxing prison movies when it's in the basement and there's like steam pipes going all over the place and it, 
everyone's just standing in the dark like chunking on cigarettes <laughs> it was it was a nice social occasion that it they led, got together it kind of led me to um the thing like why did they build this prison with a boxing ring in there did they save the warden like we're going to take give you charge this prison it's got a boxing ring in now don't you set up any illegal fights and the warden's like i won't and then about two minutes into it you know what illegal fights <laughs> it did look like it was catered for it didn't it there's even a women's prison next door <laughs> and they're like now since you've all been such good boys <laughs> gonna we're going to let in. the girls come in and, and the, watch and do the girls have any say in this <laughs> we don't want to be thrown into an all male environment with no supervision no you'll do as you're told oh okay so um, little Tokyo little Tokyo's not the little right Tokyo. wrestler that's another midget little wrestler Haiti. Yeah, little yeah. Haiti yeah so Serengeti calls Too Sweet into his <laughs> into his firewalk his room his so fucking stupid <laughs> into his firewalk room and he's like, you got to turn around. You can't look at me when I'm talking to you. Because, you know, I'm Serengeti. I, I must keep the spice flowing. And he says, you've got to fight for me. And Two Sweet's like, nah, lad. And just turns around, turns around, looks him in the eye. And he's like, oh, can't look him in the eye. <laughs> he can't do that. You know, disrespect to him. So, because he looked him in the eye and said, no, thank you, master. Um, <laughs> he says, send in the midget rapist to fucking destroy his anus. So of course the next night they send in the midget rapist to destroy his anus and and two sweets like fucking it's... gets woken up and he's like dude you better not touch my fucking oranges because he's got oranges there for some reason and the just, fight scene goes on about 20 just, minutes just a note this is exactly yeah. what happens in the movie this is word for word what happens in this movie I have a copy of the script right here I was like <laughs> two sweets got fucking oranges on his desk and midway through the fight midnight thought just strolls over takes a bite of his orange with the fucking skin on because he's that fucking insane he's like climbing the wall of his cell like jumping off like he's on a high wire act or something and he gets like a hurricane runner up there so he's got his balls in his face but he's like one of the yeah his move was he jumps up grabs you around the face and just shoves his balls in your, in your face and just like makes you taste he was in, he was in good nick like he was a yeah. muscular fella but still... I wouldn't like to fight him he's fucking he's got that low centre of gravity he looked like he'd pick me up and toss me like, with a, it, like a did it went on for that long I said like I, I just let him have a go at raping me at that point it's just, <laughs> he's worked hard for he's it he's worked you know? hard enough I'd be knackered <laughs> how much damage is he gonna do back there it's like yeah fine just you know clean up when you're done <laughs> so lie down think of England <laughs> he he beats him, you know. Oh, too sweet kicks the shit out of him yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah. How does he do it in the end? He's just like something like it's quite understated. He just kind of throws him off and it. throws him into the wall, and everyone knows a, a Haitian little person wrestler. That one week this has been twatted into a wall, so he gets taken out. The guards drag him out, you know. And then they, they drag him to the all the way to the to the back for that dramatic <laughs> shot. And then they do get. He's like, hey, come back! So they drag him all the way back over. Oh, and then they shove him in the hole, like the like, the, the yeah. very creepy underground cells. This where... wonderful <laughs> prison with as doo wop groups, progressive racial harmony, and saxophone concerts every night has a fucking underground dungeon underneath. Where, it's, it's a literal medieval dungeon where Midnight Thump just sits there with his rats and his crack pipe because he's got a crack pipe and he just he does you know? has a honk on his crack pipe, thinks about his life with his nice clean rats. Is that the same time where um? The, the, the dude who got raped uh, was getting like electro treated by just oh, yeah. some dude and like next that, to him. That, I, you know I kind of repressed that because I didn't think that actually happened. It happened. Like, no, that couldn't happen. That was a real thing. There's like shocked him for like no conceivable reason. 
They, they were trying to set up like oh that's why midnight thump thudder is like crazy because uh, we did that to oh, the brain. Oh that actually makes a twisted amount of sense yeah. actually. They put more thought into it than I thought they did. That's quite quite cool. Oh, yeah. What happened next? Uh, he kind of the he is jazz saxophone playing. Uh, mate decides to box in on the warden's team. Right. And he asks uh, Too Sweet to train him. Because oh, Too Sweet gets thrown in the, the the cell next to Midnight Prancer. For uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyone listening to this, going like, so the guy's name is Little Haiti Midnight Thump Midnight Thump. I just don't Midnight want to keep Prancer. referring to him as the Midget. Or he the actually Warhawk. has he actually has a human name, but we can't even say it without delivering spoil spoilers until the point when it comes up. I thought we would just keep him Midget Cafe. <laughs> So oh, the little people are gonna eat us alive for this. <laughs> I'd like to see them try. They won't even get through the meal. Uh, oh my I, god, we're in so much trouble. I'm not trying to be our last on them. I've seen enough of Peter Dinklage interviews <laughs> that he said like, "Oh, it's fine. You can call me a midget. I don't really care," because he's a cool guy. He's like a millionaire little person. <laughs> well, who else? Like, I I've watched midget wrestler interviews. Hornswoggle said like, "I don't mind. You call me a midget. That's cool." It's fine. Shut up. Don't be. Don't be so good, sensitive, right? So, too sweet is uh, in the cell as well. Cause in the dungeon. Someone, someone beat him up, or they just throw him in. They there? Just kind of threw him in there. They yeah. Didn't, didn't really show him getting. Th- well, he did show him getting thrown in there in a montage of the other dude getting electrocuted, which uh, which what confused oh, me. Oh, the montages. The montages, man. You can't have a good prison fight movie without a montage, but this movie had just insane montages. The trainer montage for uh, saxophone Joe, who Big Sweet's gonna train now. <laughs> so <laughs> they know who it is, but it's just him running backwards and forwards yeah. in a corridor in a dusty underground corridor <laughs> next. To a midget cell who is honking on a crack pipe. That's not a good place to do cardiovascular <laughs> training. Maybe it's like how they train uh, the like the really tough boxes up in the mountains because it's like it's there's thinner because air, there's, so you can't thinner breathe. air and cleaner air. No yeah, one's smoking crack up there. Maybe the crack gives them you know superpowers. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it did do little midget man a good stead. So they let him out in time for the the big into prison fights where the ladies are there. The ladies are there as the warm The ladies are busting, well. perhaps like against their will. They seem quite happy with it. They're cheering. They're, you know, they're they have a, they have a ladies crack. boxing division for some reason. Yeah. And for some baffling reason, there's one moment where there's two lady boxers in a clinch and they just kind of yeah, look at each other and we just sarcastically go and kiss her, kiss her. Then they fucking kiss. It's like what. Yeah, of, of the two fights we, only one of the men's in lesson out so you know <laughs> statistically that's progressive out. for the time two, I mean two out two out of the two fights one of them ended in you know a homosexual kiss if, if all boxing ended that way I'd watch more of the sport to be honest <laughs> with you imagine like, if you got to put the odds on but you know, oh this is the fight that's going to end in sexual tension I can feel it I can feel it I've seen a couple that seem like they'd end that way imagine you could do that in UFC it'd be just a great world <laughs> there'd be a lot more people taking up UFC I think though. kiss him kiss, <laughs> kiss him. him bite his nuts you know he likes it so, bite him on the butt he loves it so this is where um Oh, oh Lord, Saviour Danny Trio finally shows oh, up. Oh yeah, fifty two minutes in, 52. Danny Trio pops up, and he doesn't get he he, he does play the prison box. In fact, seems to be the only person in this film who knows how to fight. So it's quite <laughs> good to interesting, good to see him just kick the shit out of Jazzman Roscoe. You beat him pretty, pretty bad. Uh, the, his, the character's name was Severe because he beat your ass severely, mm-hmm. but it was spelled S double E space V double E R. Severe. Well, you know, American prisons, they've all got their own 
codes and stuff. Uh, he, uh, what does he do after he beats in the death? Oh yeah, um, they say. Oh, too sweet. Too sweet yeah. said like, oh, you got to watch out for watch out for your cellmate because you know he's you've trained him and stuff. And his cellmate brings him in a a woman who had my favorite line of the movie, um, a woman called Sugar from the ladies' <laughs> rest boxing team to just give him some give him some love and everything. And her, she's like, they just too sweet to introduce you to Sugar. And she's like, they call me Sugar because I love the sugar cane. <laughs> like, yes. Jeez, now we're getting into the black exploitation stuff. And this is where I made yeah. the comments of is it progressive to have a yeah, he, a white lady? They, you know, the eighties for its time was probably quite progressive to have uh, like a, a black dude and a, a white woman getting it on in a, in a this groundbreaking in a cinematic masterpiece. But the the guards lock his door while he's in there with her, and you sort of think, oh, it's like a um, what you call it, conjugal visit or whatever. Yeah. But his mates get him the chick beaten out <laughs> of him in by Danny Trio in the next room. So you think, are they locking him in because they don't want him to get involved? They, or are are, they, yeah. they make a point later on, it's like, where were you when he was getting beaten up? Getting with... his... <laughs> he, he brings, like, sugar out with him when they drag Roscoe out and just, like, she's in the middle of all these men who haven't seen a woman for, like, <laughs> ten years. And just, they don't make any question of it. And, like, just with, I don't think it's even scripted. Just these two women guards come in and just take <laughs> her away. Let's go, oh, there you were. In the middle of the dialogue. We were looking everywhere for you. <laughs> Uh, it's a hell of a good escape plan you just kind of sneak into the men's prison and probably hide out there because they're not going to notice another woman in that fucking prison because they've got do-op groups they've got closed circuit television clean racks <laughs> there was closed circuit television jazz, in <laughs> jazz men on tap <laughs> why wouldn't they just be so just we, women we, we get to the, serving on trays or whatever the big finale now big third act is when like uh the, the big mulleted dude the big pear mullet guy oh, oh, we're not just throwing him in there at the last minute this is what the movie does as well yeah, <laughs> he yeah, just kind of turns up he was around but he didn't do enough to suggest he was going to do something yeah. but then, uh, then he gets his boxing gear on like this is a, a well built man like uh, he's he knows what he's doing and I googled this like he was a <laughs> he was like a wrestler a bodybuilder a bodyguard uh, a professional fisher <laughs> He's, one of these things is not like the other he's, he's got a website now where it's just lists of all his like his cars and his fish rolls and <laughs> pictures of him with Stone Cold and Ric Flair it's just like the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life seems like a nice dude just in, intercepted with pictures of him in like bodybuilding contests it's like his name is amazing as well oh <laughs> magic his name was fucking magic wasn't it magic Schwartz magic Schwartz I, I kind of made the point that he probably didn't change his name to Magic. It seems like a name he was saddled with, because that's the sort of name that gets you pumping, pumping iron, and just learning to bodyguard and learning to fish or whatever. It's like boy called Sue syndrome. It's like get away from the name. <laughs> Built his own as fucking possible. Built his own motorbikes. Apparently, has three custom motorbike shops. I don't know how much that I believe, but there are pictures of him with Stone Gold and Rick Flair. You know, they don't just hang out with anybody. You know, fights what I mean? bears in his spare time. He was a uh, pretty fox bears in his spare time. <laughs> like, but he didn't do himself any favours in that he was yeah. in over the top so you know he was in a Stallone movie that's something and it seems like a guy I wouldn't want to mess with but the fight scene he has is just hilarious he's throwing these big just stupid punches just swinging his arms like Bart Simpson style like, <laughs> if you get hit it's your own fault got a few uh, scoop slams in there as well yeah he starts doing like professional wrestling stuff on him on like a very hard service which I think that would kill anybody 
<laughs> this is where like, I, I assumed the whole thing was going to be about boxing because there was boxing rubs on the post there but at the end it was just kind of like a scrap you he know starts what I mean? doing yeah there's uh, yeah there's fucking oh, UFC gloves on we've kind of skipped over the amazing moment where crack smoking Haitian McGee oh, yes, is yes. like sitting there and then he's just like you think he's just some crazy lunatic and he starts talking to him like, oh, oh he pissed through the box yeah. onto the warden that was good yeah and he starts saying like, "Oh, you know, I can help train you some more." Man, you tried to rape me, but I'll trust you. You know, you seem like a you seem like you've turned over a new leaf. Lets him out of his prison cell, and the guy teaches him how to breathe. You know, mm. how to find his chakras. He teaches him yeah, how to yeah. do c- complicated kung fu moves by twatting him over and over again with a heavy steel door. Young guts, <laughs> guts, just, guts. Slamming the door into his stomach, and that is the extent of his training. That and some running up and down again in the same dusty corridor. <laughs> And eating oranges. Lots of oranges. Everyone was fucking obsessed with oranges. Where were they getting all those oranges from? <laughs> Probably the same place they got the close circuit television and the monogram robes that everyone seemed to have. Uh, there was a lot of silk going on there. <laughs> this, this movie's taught me anything. It's that I should own more silk goods. Yeah. That's taught me if I go to men's prison, keep my head down, keep my time. <laughs> Don't get involved in fucking illegal street boxing. <laughs> Sign up for the doo-wop group as soon yeah. as you can, because that seems to be like the, 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 the safe option. Join the jazz ensemble. Be the cameraman for the closed circuit television. Stitch the monogram robes. <laughs> That's something I could, you know, legally do without getting my face kicked in. Don't antagonize the crack-smoking dwarf who will, you know, pound me to <sighs> smithereens. And they have the fight, and then he... The, the guy's name, um, the little dude's name, uh, was John Jessup. No, he he's a, he's a a, saying his, his real person name when he's off the crack and <laughs> saying again. Name. I can't. I'm trying to think of any. This was like a metaphor for for slavery or black rights, but think. I really don't think it was. Yes, that moment I where he looks him in the eye, which was kind of like um, a bit black exploitation, like sticking it to the man, and, you know, not taking shit from these white dickheads. But um, I don't think there's anything like like. If there in was it. anything in there, it wasn't done well. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like like a vampire people's movie. You know, it wasn't. There was no, there was no social message no. or anything. It was. It was no shaft goes to Africa. <laughs> well, the uh, going through my note, go through the old notebook here. Um, Just cut around the stuff. <laughs> I'm going backwards in it. Oh yeah, the final fight. Um, the final fight. John Jessup, aka Haitian Little Haitian, aka Little Midnight Thud, <laughs> aka Midnight Prancer. <laughs> um, he's the, he's basically two sweets boxing trainer in this, and oh, he's that was his, so his, annoying. his encouragement oh, is. I wrote down oh, some God. of the things he was saying. Is like um, he's not yelling, be like an oak tree, oak tree, oak tree, what? oak tree. That goes on and on about a thousand times. It was one of those <laughs> shitty quality movies where they've overdubbed. Yeah, 80% of the dialogue <laughs> so like, they probably. just got someone else in to do his voice to make him sound like a harder lad and it was just a, a guy could not voice act well at all just saying <laughs> oak tree oak tree oak tree over and oh, over yeah. and over again it was concentrate insane. concentrate concentrate oh, so remember annoying. what I told you about the inner man inner man none, inner none man. of it fucking worked man it's just like ugh. I think if if he was anyone's boxing trainer the they just turn around and say, "Will you shut the fuck yeah, up?" Yeah, all, all like the sound and the foley arts and everything in that movie was terrible. Like the sounds of the punches were just weird enough, mm. but I know that was that was I don't know, man. I kind of liked it though. I kind of enjoyed it. It was I, fun. I I enjoyed it in the sense I was so enthralled as to what the hell is happening. <laughs> yeah. 
like anything could happen next because like it starts off with those guys it, it could have been like you put Leslie Nielsen in that role yeah. and like a doo-wop group and a saxophone and you'd be like oh that's funny <laughs> but like it wasn't it was meant to be serious but it wasn't making a point about anything either and it wasn't an action movie because there wasn't any like hardcore man action going on there right. you know what I mean there wasn't like close-ups of sweaty muscle montages it was just running backwards and forwards I don't know what that movie was I don't know what it was, but it it, it kept my attention the whole yeah. way through. There's a lot of colour and uh, oh god, no, I've done it again. I said something horribly racist about me and so there's a lot of uh, <laughs> oh. a lot of colour and flashing lights and smoke machines and American flags and punching oh, people. Oh, the American yeah. flag! But at the end, what was that? That yeah. was they that's do the... a, this, a slow pan around all these prisoners, like cheering them on after he wins the fight because of course he wins the fight because you weren't paying attention and it's just like yeah you did it and some people some guys just holding up an American flag just you know for no good reason and you think if you're in prison possibly for a crime you may or may not have committed <laughs> you you wouldn't be that. a big fan of America <laughs> I don't think I mean the yeah, the way the warden was just swinging them I'm like oh. we did it we did it I love you midget rapist <laughs> and the the, the, the warden was the, was the bit that just I find it just amazing there's a bit where Too Sweet and Magic Schwartz are about to have a fight in the in the prison not in the boxing ring they start throwing punches and the warden steps in he's like no there's a right way and a wrong way I'm like dude you run an illegal boxing ring out of your prison a prison with midget rape on a schedule and a fucking dungeon underneath no part of this is right you don't have the moral high ground You've gambled away the prison's money to an inmate. <laughs> to an inmate. To a guy in the... Uh, all the American flags in China ain't going to help you, mate. Which is where they get made. That fucking... Did you, you, uh, off topic, on topic. You see, like, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. No, I heard they were bad, and I don't watch a lot of movies that, anyway, so... The way, reason I refuse to watch the second one is because of the way the first one ended, where he's uh, he swings into action there, and he's, sw- he's fucking swinging past all these American flags out of nowhere like it happened in Spider-Man 3 yeah, as well yeah they did they did that one jog. moment yeah but that was like you know post 9-11 fair enough whatever but this was just like oh just fucking by the way America 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 and in the 80s in case Reaganism they... yeah fair enough but... <laughs> it's like, it's like hey know. we're in prison that just tants got me there man <laughs> that was funny but then like at the very end of the, the, this little moment where they're walking the warden and Too Sweet are walking down the dungeon and he's like you've done it Too Sweet with the money I gambled on your illegal match we can finally afford to get you a lawyer and your midget friend has found evidence that you were drugged in your fight <laughs> so you can find a lawyer and get out of here and Too Sweet does this oh I was like don't do the fucking human centipede thing don't do the thing they didn't run away train and the warden's yep. like actually his word choice is you'll be back on the streets in no yeah, time which line. is what you fucking say about all those murderers and rapists are back on the streets. It's, oh, it's a bad word choice. Bad embrace. <laughs> he leads him in. So you, basically, you're free to go, essentially. And he's like, T-Sweet's like, nah, man. I, I, he says, and I quote, I like the quiet. After his illegal street boxing thing. It's like, dude. I, I, this is one the one cardinal sin of movies for me. It's like the thing that like I can watch a whole movie that could be just just shit and I'm like ah, you know it could be any excuse for it it could be the budget may run out mm-hmm. there may be no money for it there may be you know scripting problems it could, couldn't be the actor's fault but then the one thing that pisses me off is when characters are given the one thing that they seem to want through the entire movie and it's like no you know what no I'm not gonna I'm just gonna kill myself and yeah. what no why explain this motivation the thing is though <clears throat> Matt this is 
This is the third one of these movies. This guy has gone to prison twice before <laughs> this and decided it wasn't for him. <laughs> and now he's like, do you know what? I'll just stay here. Uh, It'll make it easy to do the fourth one. It's probably what he was thinking. He's probably seen a pattern emergence. Like, probably sent to. Because I don't know if it, the, the series like always him, the same guy or yeah, different yeah. guys going to prison. Is. Okay. He's been to prison two back to times. Prison underground things. Two times to two different illegal boxing prisons for crimes he didn't commit. You think at this point the the judge would be like, you know what, this has happened a couple hey, times I before. You. <laughs> but would that make them more or less likely to throw him into prison uh, again? I mean, mind you, it is America, so like, what's his skin color? A bit dark. Sent uh, in prison for a hundred years. <laughs> hundred years dungeon. <laughs> Possibly the electric chair. This is just this is just a jaywalking charge. <laughs> Electric chair. I am a judge, damn you. Okay, okay, okay. So that's the movie. Yeah. Enthralling as it was. It was it was weird enough to be interesting, I'd say. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. I I definitely pretext that by saying it was weird. <laughs> It's, go into it with uh, an open mind it's yeah and it's one I'd, I'd, I'd recommend watching because it was that weird I would recommend watching it on drugs because that would be just <laughs> a wonderful experience for everyone involved Danny Trio movie though is it a Danny Trio movie I don't think it's a Danny Trio movie I think he's just kind of in it he doesn't have mm. much he doesn't have any lines or from, anything to, well he does he's the only guy I said before he's the only guy who knows how to fight but yeah from glancing at the the whole trioology there I I think it's the the nineties that we're looking at when we're gonna start getting to like classifications of more trionis. Ninety five was when he started doing like ninety five is meaty parts and stuff. Is uh, what's the name? The uh, Tarantino. Once upon a time. Oh yeah, yeah once yeah. upon a time, Mexico, which I haven't actually seen. So that'd be good to That's see. That's his first like <clears throat> proper character role in that, and then it's it's on the way up from there. But there's there's a few more like inmate number one stuff coming before we get to that like there's a lot it looks like a lot of him being like prisoner boxer boxer prisoner we get to see more penitentiary yeah. movies <laughs> what can they throw at the next oh sorry too sweet you've been arrested for a crime you didn't commit again but I'm Be- already in prison <laughs> better not antagonise the dragon we have on the, in the dungeon oh my god okay how many machetes would you give that man uh, I'd say two machetes out of five. Oh, two machetes out of five. Because it was entertaining. I wouldn't say it in the whole is it a good movie, is it a good Dying Trail movie, is it a bad movie, is it a bad Dying Trail movie. I don't think it counts as a Dying Trail movie, but I wouldn't call mm. it a good movie either. I'd just say it's it's what it is. It's, it's, it's worth a, a watch dude. just for the just balls to the wall insanity. For the ball, for the midget balls <laughs> in the mouth midget insanity. Balls to the wall insanity. <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna have to find out if that guy's still alive. I don't know if anyone. <laughs> I really hope he is. I don't think cause... anyone cares enough to find out. But God bless him. <laughs> I care now, damn it, little Haitian, little Haiti. <laughs> we we pine for you. Two WrestleManias though, man. That's yes. nothing to snare. More right? WrestleManias than I've been in. <laughs> okay, so what's next on the slate? The Hidden, nineteen ninety seven, another nineteen ninety seven. Ooh, seven on stars there on IMDb. Oh, that's it. <coughs> How many go. stars is that out of? Like a hundred or ten. Oh, okay. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> seven out of hundred. Seven out of fucking hours, don't it? Right. We don't know about these early dying trio movies. An alien parasite with the ability to possess human bodies goes on a violent crime spree in LA. Hmm. 
a human cop. Good distinction there. <laughs> Detective. But like all those fucking robot cops they've apparently got floating around in the 80s. Detective Becker and an alien cop posing as a young FBI agent. Cashback. Uh, both pursue the parasites who frequently changes its human hosts. So that trio's going to be one of those aliens. It's going to be human host number five yeah, I think or there's going to be a, le- a line in there for him. So good for him. He plays a character in that called... Inmate number one or something. Frightened inmate number two. He plays a character called Prisoner. No. Yeah. Oh. Still in ninety seven though, so you know, we'll get to the nineties. He's yeah, he's inmates and prisoners for a while, yeah. But we'll get there we'll get there Tony <laughs> We'll do a lot of prison movies, but we are This is like Jesus in the desert. You know, we've got to do our penance for a while before we get to the good stuff. We are four movies in to three hundred twenty seven. <laughs> getting there we'll do it oh my gosh <laughs> dusk, and dawn, dusk till dawn is what I meant to say before was That's, that 95 was it or uh, 96 yeah it's his first character good character I guess yeah, he's in that for a good while isn't he? okay um, so we'll crack on we've got to watch Heat again oh, yeah. oh no <laughs> oh. oh thank you Danny Trio <laughs> thank you Danny Trio Okay. We miss you, little Haitian little lady. <laughs> Come back to us. R.I.P. R.I.P. Little boots. <laughs> little booty boots. Pour a forty out for you. A tiny or, forty. Or a twenty. 